Hey, you guys. Doug says we're live, and I believe him. So welcome back. This is Lost Arts Radio Live. I'm Richard Sachs. And uh, this is a show related to current events. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there's some pretty intense, heavy-duty current events happening. Have been for a while, and they're ramping up <clears throat> in intensity. And actually, I, I made a lot of notes of things that I'd like to get into which usually I write down 10 times as much as we have time for. But in a way, too, we could probably wrap up the show in about a minute or less. Uh, you know, the the motive for the whole thing is I see a lot of what's happening around us, and as I'm sure that you do, and you probably see more of it. And uh, I just want us all to be okay, and I, I know that the motive of the controllers is not exactly in harmony with that. Not just with the censorship, but physical things that are being done to people. And it, I don't know of any country anymore in the world that I'm aware of that's really based on freedom. And that was what used to be inspiring about America. Not that they lived up to it all the time, but at least the principles that were actually written into the founding documents were saying not sacrifice your rights for the greater good because that's always a scam used by tyrants but individual freedom and the only caveat was don't hurt don't intentionally go hurt anybody else and you know they didn't think of all the ways that that would be happening in the current age back you know 200 and some years ago but the general principle was right live however you want think whatever you want you know, say whatever you want, have whatever beliefs and religion and everything that you feel is right for you. As long as you don't take away everybody else's right to live however they want. And there's mutual love and respect, very much like, um, you know, spiritual values are really the same. And they were trying to incorporate those in the foundational documents of America. So it wasn't just for Americans. And <clears throat> what they wrote down was that those rights are what they called natural rights. And and they came from um, they came from God, not from the government, not from the local government, the state government, the federal government. Didn't come from you know, they didn't have a United Nations then, but if somebody had started something like that then and made some charter that said, okay, if we're happy with you and you don't break our rules, you get these privileges, what you might call rights, but we say they're privileges, the founders of America would have just said, you know, we're not interested. That's against our system. Because if you have privileges or whether they call them rights or anything else from government, then government gets to take them away when you don't do what you're told to do by the government or by the corporate rulers. And when, when the corp corporations, which were a lot less developed when America started than they are now, obviously, when they start merging with the government controllers, there's a word for that, and I'm sure you know it, right? You're aware of what that is? <clears throat> That's called fascism. I don't know how they chose that word. It just means what's on the face. But, but fascism, as it applies there, is uh, when government does things to you in, in partnership with corporations. 
And in the case of a country like America, where it's not just that America has a constitution, because the constitution could say any horrible thing it wanted, just because you have a constitutional republic doesn't mean that it's anything good. Because what if the constitution says, well, everybody's free except for these groups, you know, and in fact, in the beginning of America, they had uh, the black slaves and other people that were treated as less than humans, and they weren't incorporated in the freedoms of the country. Women couldn't vote, and, you know, they had a lot of little problems. But the basic idea, they, they just was good. They just had to learn, hey, all these other people are humans too, okay, not just you. And once that got understood, it was a really unique basis for a country it it was just never fully lived up to there was corruption happening at that time too there were secret societies operating uh, there were plans moving to take over the country of america when america was founded and they just came out more in the open now i mean they're so blatant now that there shouldn't be anybody in the world that doesn't see them because just like the rights that were acknowledged in the Declaration of Independence and the Federalist Papers and the founding documents of various kinds in America, the tyranny that is right out in the open in America now and other countries too, in UK and Australia and France and Spain and most of the European countries and most of the African countries and pretty much everywhere in the world, South America, um, there are some leaders that are trying to rebel against it to a certain extent. You know, Bolsonaro and people like that trying to be kind of like what Trump did. But there's almost none of the leaders that really understand. and Or if they do understand, they're just evil in intent. That everybody in the world, male or female, or, or um, whether they have money or not, or whatever social status or whatever so-called race they are I, I say so-called because the racial and gender differences apply to your costume you know these physical body things that we're all wearing and those are temporary but who you actually are is not that and that's why we're all connected because we're not all these bodies that have all these differences from each other that's superficial anybody that falls for that doesn't have any vision of what's inside you know, everybody's spirit. It doesn't matter if you call it spirit or whatever you call it. It's that permanent, formless part of yourself that came straight from God and was created in that same image of the source. That's still who we are. That doesn't ever change. It can't be killed. You know, they can kill your costume and then you have to change form, but you can't kill the permanent part, it doesn't matter what you call it. So since we're all made out of the same thing, even the bad guys, they just don't acknowledge it. We're not just one family. We're one being. That's on a deeper level. I don't, I don't know how many people really get that, but it's really true. And it doesn't matter what you believe, it's still true. But, you know, you don't have to... Just say, you don't have to memorize, it's true, that doesn't mean anything. You have to find out, just like you find out everything. And real science means, whether it's in health or any other field, it means question everything. 
observe, you know, observe nature, observe yourself mostly. That's the key part of it that people forget. And observe other people, observe things in nature, observe the sky and astronomical things, everything you can observe, visible and otherwise. And then try to notice patterns and learn from that. This is just should be the like the if in the beginning of education, if there was a real school system that was any good, most of them are corrupt now, whether they're public or a lot of the private ones are corrupt too, and you guys know that. They're teaching kids how to be insane, which is not really good life preparation. <laughs> um, there's better ways to do it. So how to learn, how to have common sense, these are really important subjects, even if you're old, like not necessarily as old as people like me, but if you're old like, you know, 20 or 30 or 40 or 80 or whatever year age, so-called age your costume is at the moment, because you are not subject to that age unless you want to be. It's still a basic part of education that really shouldn't be overlooked. It's how to learn and that's if you want to be in touch with real science or real spiritual quest to find out about yourself and God and nature and all these things. You start by being open and observing. And then you catch patterns. And then you catch really wise teachers that have said things about them. And check them out. Don't just say, well, okay, this is my belief. So I can't ever question that because if I do, I'm bad. Anything that's true doesn't ever mind being questioned at all because it's known that if you question something that's true, what you find out is it's true. It's not insulting. It's not um, some, you know, uh, what do they call it, sacrilegious thing to do. It's just honest. And... You find out what's true when you do that. Otherwise, you just memorize it, but you don't really know it. So, uh, what I was going to try to talk about in the few minutes that we've got tonight is the value of common sense and what it is. You know, it's like a big part of real science, real spiritual investigation. You can't do it without common sense. You can't really do either one of those. Because if you leave it out... You're going to believe things that are um, not true, and you can't you can't find out unless you're brave enough to investigate by yourself. And I know that in school, as it exists now, in the private most of the private schools and the um, certainly in the public school system, from preschool all the way up to MD level and PhD level and beyond. They teach you that common sense is not reliable. I know, I'm in the, still in the middle of the academic system myself for a while. And um, it's not scientific. It leads you to things that are not authoritative. I mean, big tech would love this, I guess, because they try to wipe out things that they say are not authoritative. But all that is anti-science because science says, let's look at everything. We're not scared. If, there's, if somebody says some belief that you think is horrible and completely wrong, you know, be brave. Look at it. It's not a threat. Nothing that's false is a threat unless you believe it to be true. 
So look at it with an open mind and say, I don't know if it's true or not. Let's find out. And that could be a big part of the basis of real education when we eventually get that back. So I was going to look at some perspective on um, what we're seeing going on in the world right now. Because this, this show is Lost Arts Radio Live. This is the real version. I hope some of you found it from the safe stream version. Hopefully you did. And um, this show is about current events and meanings and perspectives and important things to look into. I, I don't want to tell you anything to just believe at all because I'm totally subject to error like all of us. And I'm doing the best I can to give you some things that could be useful. But check them out. Check out anything I say because... You still have the responsibility to find out if it's true or not by investigating yourself. And my motive in this whole thing is I see what's going on around us and I want us to be okay. And there are some serious threats to the survival of all life on the planet right now. And a lot of people don't want to look at that because it's not very pleasant, you know. It's like pretty about the most extremely unpleasant thing you could imagine. And so it's it's kind of what happens often. It's like when a detective is investigating a murder, serial murder case, <clears throat> and they want to find out where the killer is going to strike next and how they can prevent the next murder from happening, they have to get in, or a lot of times they have to get into the mind and the emotional state and the motivation of the killer and when they do that, it's not very good for them a lot of times. They, many of them have had serious mental problems after that and often not gotten over them. Well, that's just a serial killer. That's mild compared to the people in charge of the world at the top level right now. And yet, if we want to come up with solutions, because I think we really would be wise to do that, you know, if we get saved or taken out of this before it all happens, great. I'm really in favor of that. Um, but I don't think sitting and waiting for that and doing nothing is really the best way to learn our lessons here. So I'm thinking whatever's going to happen, whether this is going to play out fully or turn around or we're going to go through some really bad thing, let's, as long as we're here... That's what we know, and we have the ability, we are influencing everybody else here. We're influencing the controllers, we're influencing the people around us, we're influencing our families. Even if we're arguing, and even if they don't talk to us, which is the case a lot, because there are splits between how people see things now in a lot of ways. Even if that's the case, you're influencing people that don't talk to you. So the the better influence that you can be, um, you can maximize your impact on helping to heal the situation in the world if you would like to do that. And I think it would be a really good thing for us to do. And we might find out, and I think we will, that we have a lot more positive um, potential to help the situation than we've been told. We're not just, you know, totally unintelligent, helpless beings waiting for our masters to take care of us, you know, when they want to run the new world order and implement slavery and extermination and things like that that I don't think are a very good idea. 
So you got to become conscious. And we've gotten to the point where that's not even widely known what it means. It's, it's being used in so many different ways. Some people are saying, well, if you know who's behind the New World Order and you know what the bankers are doing at the high level and you know something about the industri- military-industrial complex and all that, then you're conscious. Then you're awake, right? But that's not what I'm talking about. Because you could memorize a whole list of what's going on and think you're awake. What if you missed most or all of it that's really true? What if you don't know who you are? And everybody says, oh, I absolutely, of course I know who I am. I don't think so. Because I used to think that too. And what you find out by stages is that things that you were absolutely sure were true even about yourself um, were a temporary stage that you were going through and your inherent wisdom develops over time. And you find out that some of the things you believed or, or thought you knew are superseded by things that are closer to the truth that you wanted to get to. So, you know, we're all in that transition process, but there's a tremendous amount where, you know, we're contributing to the world and the people around us all the time. So back to the police detective who is having this little problem with going insane because he's trying to investigate a serial killer. And when he lets himself get into the workings of the killer's mind and emotions and motives, he gets so upset that he becomes um, unbalanced himself and can't function anymore until until he finds a way to get over it. And we have the same challenge. And so a lot of the people who think they're being spiritual, they're really sincerely spiritual or um, positive and uplifting and all that, they do it partly by not looking too much at what's going on that's not good. I totally understand that. Because it feels a lot better (laughs) to just not look at all this junk. It's harder and harder to do it when it spreads but it definitely is more pleasant not to get into it. But I'm saying for those of you, those of all of us who want to be helping in the best way we can, if we can be strong and stable enough to look at the things that are going on so we don't get blindsided or make the wrong decisions about it or misinterpret it, think that certain major players are actually positive when they're working to destroy everything if we can get strong enough to look at that it's it's really better and there are ways that probably won't go into on this show because it's a whole other subject that you can work with your own consciousness in a way that it's not as susceptible to being poisoned by the um unpleasant vibration of the world rulers right now and you can still look right through that and see what they're doing without being contaminated yourself. There is a way to do that. It's challenging, and it demands a lot of you, but it, but it, you grow in the process, and I recommend it. We'll talk about it sometime. Um, so what's going on now in a way, and I've already used up a lot of the time, so I can't go through all of this, but um, two forces are getting stronger. <clears throat> One of them is there are great people all over the world 
really inspiring individuals. They're all unique. They come from different countries. You know, this race thing that I don't believe in, they, they come from different races. They come, they're at different ages. They're male or female. They're rich or poor. And they've got all these different individual experiences and heritage. And everybody's heritage and so-called races, you know, has, is deep and, and deserving of respect. But underneath all that, we're all tied together on a level that we don't, most of us don't even imagine. <clears throat> and one of the um, priorities of the power structure is to make sure we don't find out our real heritage. You know, it's not to demean, oh, my, my family comes from this country and, you know, this is my uh, nationality and all this stuff and this is, these are my ancestors. That's all great. I'm not downplaying the, the value of that at all. But there's another level. They'll let us get aware of our differences because they hope that we fight about it and hate each other and think that we're better than the other group or some stupid thing like that. It really is stupid, you guys. Anybody that falls for any version of racism, um, it's not your fault, but you need to wash it off. You know, it's just stupid. Being against people of a certain color skin, now the media is pushing being against people with light skin. They used to push being against people of dark skin. It's all just as stupid. It's a way to divide people that are actually members of one family and parts of one being. If we get that, then they can't destroy everybody. So it's kind of important. And I'm just wanting to remind you of that. So there's great people all over the world that are in this transition process of waking up. And I'm, I'm differentiating that, although it may happen at the same time as being coming aware of what's really going on in the world. But waking up means self-awareness. That's the hidden PowerPoint. You're, you're supposed to think that all knowledge is, is outside you. But that old saying, the kingdom of heaven is inside you, that's real rough translation that just gives a hint. Everything's inside you. A lot on the quantum physics level, all this that looks like solid reality is a projection of your consciousness, not somebody else. And that's true for every single person. And that gives you access to making positive changes that affect absolutely everybody. Nobody's out of the network of connections. And it's all instantaneous communication that right now we may not be conscious of, but it's happening. You're in contact with everybody, all life forms. We all are. So anybody that realizes that can have this massive impact on everybody else. And that is one of the biggest fears of the people in control, even though it would help them. It's one of the few things here that would help them is to have us wake up in the real sense because they're connected to us and they're some of the worst victims. That's why they think they're evil tyrants because they're completely deluded, more, much more than we are. And they need our help. But we're not going to be able to help them as long as we think that we have to fight against them and, and destroy them. You have to do self-defense. That's another issue. But you don't have to wish for anybody's destruction. 
there's much more powerful things that you can do that are better. So while the people who are wanting to be positive are waking up and thinking, how can we cooperate? How can we help with the education and the healing and the cleansing of this whole situation? There are people on the other side, highly organized, that are the dark side. And it's ta- in all of recent history, going back, I don't know, 10 or 15,000 years or more, they've been gradually step-by-step organizing um, in a process that goes intergenerational. And it, what I found is it's being inspired by levels that are not physical. You know, I can't tell you if there's one ultimate bad being that's called the devil. I mean, it, it could be. I just, I never met him as far as I know. But um, I know there are demonic beings there. I have met some of those of at least certain level. And they are controlling the top level humans. And that one thing they're helping them do is a tight organization so that almost every everybody that's famous and real successful and not necessarily all, but most of those guys and most of those women are all part of that system under oath not to divulge what it is. There's all this networks of secret societies controlling them. And most of the people who are in control of that just wanted the rewards. You know, they just wanted to get rich and famous and successful and they were allowed to do that if they take an oath to the secret society. And we we know that because there are people that we're in touch with directly that have been, you know, given opportunities in Hollywood and places like that. And they say, oh, by the way, you have to worship Satan, but don't worry about it. And the person says, excuse me? You know, what? And you're kidding, right? And they say, no, we're not kidding. You have to do that. And uh, but a few of them who did it and pledge their soul or their that means yourself your ultimate self not your body but the you that's permanent you you it, you can't really lose it permanently in my opinion and you can contradict me of course that's fine but in my experience so far I've dug pretty deep into this you can't lose something that's made out of the same thing as the source you came from but you can be convinced you can and a few celebrities like Bob Dylan have talked about it openly on public television. And they've said, yeah, we did this. And uh, I heard Bob in an interview saying that, yeah, now I'm getting older. And uh, the interviewer was kind of didn't know what was going on. And he said, what do you mean you made a deal? And he said, yeah, I made a deal. And the interviewer says, for what? And Bob Dylan says, well, to get where I am, in other words, world famous and, you know, rich and top music person, all his songs famous and things like that. There's a price that he agreed to pay for that, which is to give up himself. It's not a good deal, but, you know, in the early part of your life, what you think is the early early part of your life, if you're going to live very long, you might think that that's Great. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. I'm never going to be old. And I'm going to get all this fame and fortune. And a lot of people in Hollywood uh, and other entertainment, and not just entertainment, but I'm sure it's all through the 
you know, fake media and social media and big tech and corporations and government agencies and anybody that's allowed to get beyond a certain point in banking, they all have to do that. In fact, Ronald Bernard clarified, we're lucky that we have a few whistleblowers from inside this kind of organizations who say, uh, yeah, it's actually real. That's how it's all controlled. That's why the news doesn't say, well, actually, we should have told you this stuff is really happening. They don't say that because they would face consequences. In in the networks of um, the secret societies, there are these little promises that you have to make, like if you break secrecy or if you don't obey the officials above you in the organization, they get to ruin your career if you're lucky. And if you're not lucky, they get to torture and kill you, or both, according to what they think is appropriate. So it's quite serious. And in fact, this week, one of the reasons I'm mentioning this right now is that this week I saw some material that I was even surprised by, and I've been looking at this stuff for many decades and in really digging into it, I mean, personally. And I was surprised. I mean, people that I really didn't think were involved in any of this secret society stuff, and and clearly they are at this point. And I think, wow, almost everybody in the, even the semi-elite levels of really well-known stars of entertainment or media or industry or anything like that, most of them have had to pledge allegiance to these groups. And there's a reason for it. And most of the people in government, I'm sure, not necessarily all of them, because some of them talk like they're not under that control. But most of them, I think, probably are. And so you've got these two forces developing uh, at the same time. One of them is little points of light, you might say. I mean, that, that phrase has been misused, I know, but... So is most language. I can't talk without using some words, but these real points of, of light starting to, you know, come up in different parts of the world. And they're being watched carefully by our controllers. Because the primary thing they want is to keep us all unconscious of ourselves. Everything else that you could be conscious of follows self-awareness. If you're just lost in the ego and you think all these great things about your ego and you're fighting with other people and thinking how dumb they are and how great you are, or or if you're lost in despair about how terrible you are, that's all ego nonsense, and they don't worry about that. But if you start being awake and realizing, wait a minute, maybe all that that I thought I was before is all fake, and there's something different going on that's much deeper that they pay attention to. And they try to reach the goal of their project before too many of us wake up. So it's kind of a race in a consciousness contest. Dark side knowing specifically what they have to do, being very organized. Most of the people who have pledged allegiance to their groups I don't think they have any idea what they're really working for. They just think it's a little ceremony that you do. And most of the um, people who are interested in doing something good 
and actually contributing to the healing of the world in whatever way they can, helping other people. They're scattered all over the world, and most of us don't even know each other. But there are some alternative media platforms now that are linking people together better than they've done before. And even if the um, non-free speech ones try to block them out, they're showing up on these new free speech platforms all over the place now. And there's a lot of them. There's more every day. And we're Lost Arts Radio. We're trying to keep up with the best ones that we could be on. And Doug is the one responsible for getting us out there on that and doing such a good job. Doug's the reason that you're still hearing us at all, in my opinion. So when you look at the darker side working for their goal, which in my experience to date, the... Um, objective of the dark side is elimination of all life on earth but I don't think most of their minions and servants know that because I don't think that would be good for morale on their side to know wait a minute you mean we're not going to be in the remnant after all the useless eaters die they get the world as our playground and live happily ever after with you know all these I guess whatever the satanic version of butterflies and bluebirds would be for them, I'm not sure what that is. Um, and no, you're not. <laughs> That's not the plan. You're as to use the language of the Terminator. You're targeted for termination by your own bosses. And if the negative power structure realized that, they'd have a serious problem. They'd have a lot of defectors which is another thing that they're really worried about. And that's why they try to keep this tight, controlled through these societies and the rules and everything, and their very tight organization, which the other side, our other side doesn't have. There's good and bad sides to that. So on the organized side, where at the top they know it's a suicide mission. They're not planning to stay here because... They're not saving the life support systems of this planet. They're, yes, conservative people who are mad at me for this, there is. There's not just an environmental emergency. It's beyond emergency. Even though most of the climate change stuff is complete fraud, only for the purpose of taking your rights away and enslaving you, the real environmental issues are very severe. And every minute that those don't get dealt with is not good. You know, I mean, even some little current issue like everybody wearing these um, self-suffocation muzzles. I'm sure you've seen them if you have waked up and gone outside in the last year. They're wearing these things over their faces to, to cut down on the breathing and make athletes can collapse from uh, lack of oxygen, too much CO2. They, gr- they get moldy. They grow bacteria on them. They're really unhealthy. <laughs> And they don't stop viruses at all. And I know there's an argument about whether viruses even exist or not. I don't, you know, to be honest, and one of the most valuable things any of us can say is, I don't know. I haven't personally seen a virus, okay? So I can't tell you they absolutely exist. Anybody who knows logic can't say something doesn't exist. All they can say is they don't know if it exists and they haven't seen one. And I haven't seen one. But whatever it is that can spread diseases like 
uh, measles and chicken pox and stuff like that that obviously spreads between people, even cold spread, um, which are known as coronaviruses, by the way. There's a big family of coronaviruses. Most of them are not very serious at all and may even help us gain immunity from things, but they're all demonized at the moment. The point that I'm making is that they easily go right through all those masks, which cut down your breathing and make you rebreathe CO2, make uh, microorganisms that are harmful grow on the inside of the mask. Now we've seen it's much deeper than that because masks coming straight out of the package fresh have been looked at under microscopes. And you may have seen it, there are contaminants and what look like glass particles, uh, possible parasitic organisms. Those are all in the masks, just in case you wanted to know. And um, they're in the swabs also, that they stick all the way up your nose. We we don't have time to talk about half the stuff that I really wanted to get into today. But common sense was a big one. Listen, if the virus, or whatever it is, if there's no virus, it's something, that they spent millions of dollars in a bioweapons lab in the U.S. and then China to develop, I have faith in our bioweapons industry, don't you? If they spend tens of millions of dollars, it's probably not just to practice breakdancing or something. They're they're actually developing what they sincerely believe to be harmful. And they wouldn't be just sitting around, you know, watching Netflix or something. A lot of those people probably don't even realize that what they're doing is bad. They think it's for a new injection that's going to prevent disease, or they think, well, maybe, yeah, it's a bioweapon, but it's only going to be affecting on bad guys. So it's all right. This this kind of thinking really does exist. It's like tunnel vision, and it's taught in the academic world all the time. This is why they want everybody specialized. So they really have no idea that what they our learning is being misused because, you know, they just look at a a very narrow area of knowledge and they think they're a super expert in it. But to be a real expert in anything, you have to know the context. You can't just have tunnel vision. Otherwise, you, you really don't understand what you think you're an expert in. And I'm talking to doctors and advanced scientists and, you know, who are really proud of your collection of degrees and everything, whatever you think you're a specialist in, that may be true, but you don't even know if what you've learned and largely memorized is valid unless you know what's around it. Okay, that's that's an area that where you can see if, if you're clear on that, that common sense um, supersedes and is deeper knowledge than specialized science if it doesn't understand the context of its specialty. Really important for you guys to grasp if you're involved in the science or medical worlds or if you are, for example, a super expert in developing new GMOs, you may have no idea that there's anything wrong with that because it's a specialty and you don't understand the context. You know, excuse me, you know, Mr. Super Specialist or Mrs. Super Specialist, um, no, you're actually hurting the whole genetic makeup of the biosphere, all life on Earth, by your expertise. 
And the reason you're doing that as a well-meaning person is that in school you miss some things. You were just brought into this really advanced program and you learn these things and you say, well, I can only learn what's in my specialty and all the other specialists will learn what's in their specialties and you put us all together in committees, we can run the world. Wrong. That's really completely wrong unless your object is to destroy life on the, on the planet. Oh yeah, that is the objective of the people in charge. That's why they teach you like that. So you get these super advanced doctors, medical doctors, who don't even know what's in dr- in most of the drugs. And most of them don't know what they're injecting into people. And that should be stunning, you know, for any doctor with common sense. What? Not to know what you're injecting into people? Anybody intelligent about health who knows a little bit about it doesn't even eat processed food without reading the ingredients and saying, yeah, I want to eat that. If it's a chemical that's too long to pronounce and I have no idea what it does in the body or who put it in there and decided I should have it in the formula, uh, you know, you eat it, Mr. Formulator. I don't want to eat that garbage. But they don't even do that. And it's so much, it's important with what you eat and what's in your drinking water. That affects your brain. It affects things you might care about, like your heart, your kidneys, and all that. You know, that's one thing is that a lot of conservatives think that only liberals care about that kind of environmental health stuff. That's crazy. You know, why have a why have a label? You know, as soon as you have the label that you're following the religion of being a liberal or conservative, there are certain things you're allowed to believe, and other things that you're not. And why would you restrict yourself like that? What's your objective? Just to memorize stuff so you can say, you know, this is what I am, and waste your time defending a point of view that might not even be true. Or do you want to find out what's true? You really need to honestly ask. Because you don't know how much time you've got remaining in this lifetime. And it's super valuable. You could be helping yourself become self-aware on a deeper sense that you didn't even know existed. And you could be helping other people, which, by the way, anytime you do that, it's not an act of selfless charity. That That's, I don't know where, I do know where that came from, but that's nonsense. Because the best way to help yourself is to help everybody else. Re- not asking for something back, but just to help them because you understand they're you in another form. You know, it should sound familiar, love your neighbor as yourself. Why would you want to do that? Because you make up that you think they're like yourself? Well, that would be kind of dumb and unconscious of you, right? No, the reason you do your best to love them as yourself is because, you know, you fill in the blank. Because they are yourself on a level that we don't usually think about. And it's absolutely true. So... What am I doing uh, ignoring all these things I brought with me to tell you about? That's not very good. Um, I was going to go through the fact that the, the dark power structure is very organized. I mentioned that. And it's a pyramid-shaped power structure, which means it's got a point on the top like a pyramid, right? That means there's only a few people at the top. 
and then through each level of management it gets more and more and more people so that when you get near the bottom there's hundreds of millions and the ones near the bottom that are working within the system actually helping destruction almost none of them realize that what they're doing like in the current situation the most of the health authorities think that they're actually working for the good of humanity they really do i've talked to a lot of them and i've i'm familiar with their education and it's like a conditioning program where you're told this is true this is true this is true that all these things you have to memorize then you get tested on whether you memorize them correctly if you have a dissenting opinion that's counted as a wrong answer and you get to go back and correct yourself the purpose of it by the time you get out of it of that training is that you don't have any common sense points of view anymore you're absolutely memorized what you had to learn learn by memorizing to pass the tests that's it you see anything emotionally you're programmed to see anything else as a threat um it goes against your what they call the education you know in quotes and all this money that you either paid for the education or borrowed as a student that is a debt hanging over you when you get out and no I'm not in favor of canceling those or any other debts I think you know that this is a whole other huge subject of economics and economics is being used as a weapon right now um in the what they call this pandemic thing where they don't have any samples of the virus and they don't know what it is and they're suppressing all the real treatments and injecting people with deadly weapons that permanently change dna where's the common sense why would anyone fall for that um because it's not our fault if we fall for it it's our conditioning it's very specific conditioning i've heard some of the people uh who think they understand all this stuff and say well the people who fell for it they're just so stupid they deserve to die or be impaired or get paralyzed or what become infertile whatever see whatever non-compassionate attitude that we have for other people there's a there's so many laws of nature that we forgot a long time ago one of them is however you feel toward other people you feel toward yourself it's always true and i've checked that out hundreds of examples in different times and it seems to be true you don't have to believe me i don't want you to believe me about anything just cuz i say it although we have a lot of um confirming documentation that we post as often as possible on lostartsradio.com if you're interested in some of that education but right now things i say you just question and say well maybe what he's saying is totally untrue maybe it's not i'm going to find out that's real education that means you do the work don't just choose somebody to believe and follow them not a good idea check it out if it's true it's going to be verifiable in real life so um you know what they're doing is they've conditioned people to the point where if an authority figure tells you to do something so many millions of people just do it and say well i don't have to think about that i don't have to question that that the authority figure said to do it so i would be bad if i didn't obey it's a free country that means you have to obey authority 
we've, we've really have a problem with understanding what freedom means. You know, freedom has a caveat. You can't hurt other people intentionally unless it's self-defense. But beyond that, you know, you respect their property, you respect their freedom, you respect their rights, but and their religion and their beliefs and everything like that, whatever it is. Or if they're an atheist or whatever they believe, everybody just has mutual love and respect and appreciation. And within that, if you're willing to do that, you live however you want. You think however you want. You believe what you want. And that creates prosperity. And so America was the only country in modern times that I know of that was created with that in the founding documents. Not just a constitution that limits your rights, but instead of that, a constitution that limits the authorities' rights and verifies that you have all the rights they don't specify from God. So if people even remembered that and understood it, you can't have you can't lose your rights in an emergency. There was a Supreme Court decision on that. I don't remember the specifics right offhand. I think I posted it on lostartsradio.com. And it said it was one of the in the late eighteen hundreds and one of the Supreme Court justices spoke for the majority and he was saying essentially that there's no circumstance even if every even if this were a real pandemic that was killing ninety percent of the people, it doesn't matter. I mean, um, there might be different appropriate measures to take, and the government could say, you know, this pandemic is killing ninety percent of everybody, and it's airborne, so you're probably not going to live through it. But here are the measures. You know, they wouldn't t- try to tell you that these uh, self-suffocation muzzles would stop the virus because they don't. And the real scientists have admitted that and said it's like a mosquito going through a chain link fence. Anybody wearing the self-suffocation muzzle, you're hurting yourself. And if you're putting it on your kids, you're hurting your kids. And think the people who want to censor this information, even if you're going to, just stop and think about it. Do you want to be responsible for this happening to kids? Or for adults. Adults are just as important as kids. Adults used to be kids. That's an important you know, secret to learn about. Everybody's kids. Some of them think they're grown-ups, that's all. And most of the grown-ups are still, you know, it's questionable whether they ever grew up or not. Some of that is actually good. And um, don't, for a paycheck, harm people. No, that's a real basic principle because you're going to be responsible not at some later time. You're responsible now. You don't have to try to sneak around and maybe get away with it. Nobody gets away with anything. On a much deeper level, nobody ever gets away with anything. And nobody has to be caught for it. Your, Your own awareness catches you going against where you came from. And it imposes the experience that it thinks you need to learn starting right away in different ways according to what's appropriate for you. But it's really not smart to knowingly go out and try to hurt people or destroy life on planets and things like that. Um, That's not selfish. That's just dumb. So if you're in a position where your paycheck depends on you doing that, on your cutting off, 
uh, important information because the negative power structure thinks nobody should be able to hear it, or if your paycheck depends on your clubbing people who got, go out in the street without their face muzzle, um, think about it because you're you're not exempt from the repercussions because your boss told you to do it. They had these things in uh, World War II called the Nuremberg Trials. And the people that had done what they called medical experiments on, you know, just worthless people like the handicapped or people that had the wrong religion or gypsies or, you know, certainly all the Jews were hated by it. the maniac Hitler. No, he wasn't a good guy at all. Read his book. You'll find out what he thinks. Um, those people who went along with that in the position of doctors especially, but other people too, um, members of the military who did really bad things to civilians, they, um, they said, well, we were just following orders, so it's not our fault. And the, the judge said, um, you were just following orders and you were responsible to not follow orders. And I'm just pointing this out in case you're interested because you're in the same position. If your job requires you to do something that's immoral, you can't do it. Once you realize that what's at stake, you can't do it. You have to do your best to find something else to do. Or within that organization, whether you're a censor, and you, I'm talking to you directly, I don't blame you because I know the pressure to get your paycheck. But you have to find out some way to turn that into doing good. And whistleblowing is one way. Um, inspiring waking up among your fellow employees is another. There, there are things you can do. And you can find some other way to make money. And if you can't, you can't. But you can't. Once you realize what's going on and that all this goes to your spiritual account and it's not a matter of religion, it's real. Uh, you can't knowingly go out and hurt anybody after you start to realize that. Um, I'm like 10 pages behind in the notes that I wanted to share with you. So, pyramid power structure, all the dark side following this uh, negative lead, which is coming from non-human levels at the top. Um, those are all real. And the people who are trying to do something good starting to wake up. And my advice is, one of the things that's being really suppressed is real information on how to take care of your own body health. Uh, important safety tip, don't inject poison into your body. It's not really a smart idea. It's never prevented any disease, and I've, I've checked. And um, crunching these little pellets of poison into solid things that you are supposed to eat, and then you call them medicine, that's not very smart either. And if you're a doctor with 10 PhDs or anything, it's still not very smart. There are ways to do it that are really in harmony with nature. And whether you're a, a kid in, in the so-called educational system or a doctor with 40 years experience who never thought this through all the way, it would be a really good idea to start thinking it through all the way right now. Find out. If I'm completely wrong and crazy, that's fine. But you're going to find out. Um, the dark side is working on a suicide mission. 
Most of their levels of servants don't know it because if they did know it clearly, they would quit. So um, if we want to be able to spread that awakening among those servants, which is possible, it usually cannot be done by debating something with them because they're well programmed to want to hurt you in response. They're not receptive. But there are levels that are subliminal where we're all affecting each other all the time. You know, a cell tower is not the only thing that emits frequency and radiation. Human beings, all life forms do too. And they're affected by your thoughts, your emotional state, and your inner consciousness. Develop that, and you're actually affecting, you're affecting the bad guys now, but not like you could. And it doesn't mean intruding on their, you know, sovereign space and lessons and spiritual uh, experience and all that. It means the, the influence that you're having now changes into something much more beneficial that will actually help them. And it helps to get your health back while you're doing that. So learn about the laws of nature that have, are not being taught and about real health and start using it. And you'll be amazed at, you know, your, your brain is actually part of your body and it starts to work more clearly when you detoxify your body and give it the nourishment that it's supposed to have, exercise, grounding, sunlight, all the things that you're not told about in medicine. Sleep is important, stuff like that. Um, freedom is critical, but if you give freedom to an unconscious population, they'll find a way to destroy themselves and put the worst people in power. And that's what we're seeing now almost all over the world. Um, there maybe one of the most important things about it is that the people who are really intimidating now and are doing horrible things that I don't even want to mention on the show, they have no power compared to you if you wake up. Because there's a one of those hidden laws of nature that says if you're carrying malice for anybody, even for people you think are bad, and you're hating them, you know, remember this thing about like Loving your enemy, hating them makes that impossible. And you can't honestly love them until you see what's underneath the little cringing being hiding under all that programming, not knowing what to do in total fear. Everything that they do comes out of fear because they live in it. That's their universe. It's possible to wake that up and turn it around. But you can't do it by debate. You can't do it by writing something brilliant or saying, you guys are not following the Constitution. They're, that's not going to be effective, obviously, at this point. But if you develop yourself and let that same power that keeps you alive flow through you and do things through you instead of your little ego doing it, now you've got potential. And I don't think it's too late, but I think we should check it out and find out for ourselves. You know, in other words, take care of yourself on the deepest level that you can and um, watch what happens. It's really not very complicated. I said in the beginning, we could summarize the show in about a minute. You know, take care of yourself, wake up, learn who you are, become conscious, not as a means of reciting a hundred things that are going on terrible in the world. That's not conscious. That's awareness of situation to, to a degree. Self-awareness is where the hidden power point is. 
that's the weak spot on the Death Star where you can actually make your best contribution because if you do that, it won't be you. It'll be this, what people call God, working through you. But, but not as a belief, as a reality that you get to experience. And I'm in, just encouraging you to consider investigating that. Um, another thing I wanted to do, which maybe we'll do on the next show, I don't know, is talk about the uh, threat of false flags that need to be widely exposed. And I'm just going to take a minute on this because we're out of time. Dr. Stephen Greer has done a lot of great work with uh, hidden energy technologies that were developed 100 years ago and are available now and are being hidden by the people that want us to be slaves. Those are available now. Solar and wind are nothing compared to the real technology that's out there. Internal combustion engines have run on water. I mean, and that's just the beginning. There's magnetic sources that are fully developed. It's just the people who have developed them or who have reverse engineered them, and Stephen Greer has gone deeply into that, are afraid to bring them out because they have this aversion to getting killed, and they've been shown that that's what happens if you make it public. So Dr. Greer has set up a place where people can bring their working free energy devices that are clean and free if they're real and are demonstrated and can be done by a third party and taken apart and reassembled and all that. He'll give them money and make them available, open source, instantly all over the world. And they have a network set up to do that. He's also warned about the coming fake disclosure that is now in progress. And it's very, very dangerous. It's probably one of the most dangerous false flags that the deep state could possibly do. And it's now moving. And what they're doing, you can see it on the media. They're saying, yeah, we don't know these experts, so-called experts that are actually uh, disinformation agents. And they're saying, we don't know how these unidentified flying objects are maneuvering that way. We have no idea. Well, they have known exactly since they were shooting them down in the 40s and possibly earlier and killing any occupants and reverse engineering the technology and building synthetic uh, anti-gravity devices which are fully operational at this point. They're getting ready to stage an invasion with those that are man-made and they can make them so scary that anybody in the world who's you know, observing will give up their sovereign countries, any remaining rights, turn themselves into total slaves like in to defend against a common enemy like in the movie Independence Day which was programming people to get ready for that the so-called aliens are all evil. And Stephen Greer has a lot of inside information and direct experience with this. And so far, ETs, which have been interacting with the government since at least the 40s, when the atomic bombs were being tested and blown up, uh, not one instance of uh, malicious threat has ever happened. They've let themselves be killed rather than do anything to humans. And it it needs to get out before the fake alien invasion justifies some really horrible things to happen. So there's a documentary that Stephen Greer is pointing pointing out. I think it's going to be called The Alien Hoax, if I remember right. And it should be out in June. So watch for that. Look for Dr. Greer's uh, SeriousDisclosure.com. And he's got a lot of web uh, videos on the Internet still. 
worth watching. Start getting familiar with his work. It's really good. I think it's really good. I met him. He's not aware of everything, in my opinion, but he's really aware of some things. He's done more work with the real UFO ET situation than anybody else that I know and more honest about it. So it deserves a lot of support. They're still looking for money to quickly promote the open source video as soon as it comes out. So they need donations. SeriousDisclosure.com. I'm not getting commissions on that. He has no idea I'm saying anything about it. So it's just what looks like something good to me. We got to go because we're really late. Planetary Healing Club meets in 25 minutes. That's accessible through <clears throat> excuse me, planetaryhealingclub.com. We'll get much deeper into this stuff on that f- private uh, club format. And in the meantime, uh, remember to stay in touch with us at lostartsradio.com. And that'll show where we're still on the air, where we're broadcasting, where the archives are, how you can stay in touch with our material. Uh, if you have money and you want to keep us on the air or fund our projects that we haven't been able to do yet because we don't have the money, there are donate buttons on lostartsradio.com and on subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. Uh, we want to use the time as well as we can. Uh, we're not running commercials on these shows, but we need the donations. If you have the means to do that, that would be appreciated if you want. Um, what else? Expose the alien invasion be- before that hoax happens. Get your health back. Take care of yourself. Um, learn about taking care of yourself. It's not shocking as it may seem. Eating poison in the form of pills and in having it injected into your body may not be the most brilliant way to ke- get your health back. Okay, And the real ways to do it have been known for a really long time. People talked about it that you would be amazed. Um, so stay in touch. We've got our Sunday show tomorrow, uh, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern. And that's inspiring individuals and organizations that you, I think you would enjoy learning from. And that's going to be tomorrow. We, in fact, we have an incredible one tomorrow. Very inspiring, patriotic figure who is an example for everybody that wants to preserve individual freedom. And uh, I'll let you find out who that is. The the announcement is up. So take care of yourself, and maybe I'll see you in 23 minutes if you want to meet live and interactive in Planetary Healing Club. Otherwise, uh, have a good rest of the weekend, and I'll see you here next week at the same time. Take care of yourself. Talk to you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program, Offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level. From extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. 
As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with hosts Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.